podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the rider, uh, Stephanie Hennigan, Adam Melia, and we've got a guest, Steph. We have, yes, got rid of that John Gibbons. I hope he doesn't come back like Adam did. <laughs> You're going to see them all off one at a time yeah. until, it's, until it's just me and you staring at each other with no laughs. No, I think I'm going to have Gillian Nat McCool. Is that your plan? Yeah. Gillian Nat McCool. Yeah. Uh, you've got a huge talent around you there. I know. Uh, let, let them be the wind beneath your wings. We've got Gillian McAllister in, who is an author. Uh, she's many other things as well. Uh, and I want to let everyone know how we know Gillian. Gillian went to John's wedding, and Gillian grabbed both me and Steph and told us that she was going to become an author so that we have to have her on the rider. That was the exact like chain of... a lot of investment just to get on. Like, you could have come on anyway. Yeah. This would... is the only way I could think of. <laughs> we're, not, we're really not that picky. As you may, have, you may have gathered so far, uh, but that was what she did, and so from there she has literally become an author, uh, a published author on Penguin. Uh, her first novel is Everything But the Truth, um, and yeah, uh, I've read it uh, and I, I liked it a great deal. But we'll talk more about it later uh, because we, we like to do that sort of thing. It's all planned out in front of me when we're going to talk about it. Would you, want to get, would you rather get it out the way? I don't mind. Do you think the dread? <laughs> the dread. We're doing it twice, Pure aren't we? So. Yeah, there's part one and part two. The part one was going to be like sort of the conception. I'll just talk you through it now. Talk so me through the, it. The part one was going to be like the conception. through her own book. No, the, the, the <laughs> conversation <laughs> about her book. So, um, so she can plan and prepare. Spoilers. So the conception, sort of how you've worked on it, the way in which it's gone, how happy you are with it. And then in part two, we'll sort of get into how you are with the, the world now, getting to grips with this material, the nervousness around that, the new books to come, the path cool. that your career is going to take. Let's do that. Let's stick to the agenda. So you want to stick to the agenda? Yeah. Could you get, throw it all away now? <laughs> um, she also uh, she also complained to John that the agenda she didn't feel the agenda was sufficiently detailed. <laughs> you joke, no? There you? were two blank spots right. on the one on the email. This, this is a uh, this is decent. I'm looking forward I to the mean, wind. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do 2011 next week. I don't oh, understand right. that. I don't Did understand you? that either. It's time I'm glad I'm thing. not on next week. Don't you remember the last time? <laughs> You're not on next week. I'm not on next week, so John I don't G- have to worry about it. John Gibbons will be back next week, uh, and he can worry about 2011. We'll talk about. That then. The wind is on there because Neil was like, What do you want to talk about? I was like, The Oscars, the Brits, OJ Simpson, the winds. <laughs> <laughs> that was exactly Everything how. Everything that's happened to me. <laughs> all, all of my stuff. Yeah, it's almost rifle, look, looking out the window, rifling through your diary. What have we been up to? Where have I been? Um, Should have done the wind for this first part, seeing what the first song is. There's two things that are a a bit weathery. Maybe. Maybe (laughs) you should start doing the agenda. Maybe I should stop making such poor puns. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Steph, you're opening the show. I am. Because you picked two bangers, basically. I did. Uh, What are you opening with? Uh, I'm opening with Stormzy. Can we see when can we get rid What's of What's the song called? Nat McCool wouldn't do that. Nat yeah. McCool would not do that. Nat McCool would be sick of you by now. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Nat are bezies. We had a ball. Um, Stormzy Cold. <laughs> Stormzy. Okay. Cold, this nigga real life. I'm so cold. You niggas got on my nerves. You're so old. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. All right. I bait on my whip in the vid like a prick, now I'm carless Now it's an Uber thing, I still got this regardless Do what them man, they're not them and are harmless I just went to the park, my friends and I charted I have never been a victim, never been a target The girls love this shit, yeah, they love it like Marfis Hashtag Mercury, the label, I'm coming like darkest 
The new album, which it's is the new album, we all like the new album, don't we? Yeah, yeah. new albums, gang signs, and gang signs and prayer. Yeah, listen to it on Friday. Just what, as it came out. What do you think? It was really good. I sat. I, I think I was just having a quiet Friday evening in my house with the Spotify on the speakers. Yeah, we went to disco. It was before that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> How did you have two Fridays? It was an early. It was an early <laughs> evening. Basically, I got I got home from work early because uh, the storm, not Storm Z, Storm D. <laughs> <laughs> I'd blown my garden Stop gate it. off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Stone I'd blown my garden gate off and had to get a new one fixed. So while waiting for my friend to turn up and help me, you, you got the Stormzy it. album. It's, yeah. it's, I really like it. It's more, good, isn't it? It's not. It's not as. Um, it's, not, it's, more, not as it's not as banger filled as I thought it was going to be, but I really liked it. It's, uh, like it's, it's, it's quite, a couple of slowies and a bit of gospel. Yeah. Emotion, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. A couple of couple of gear yeah, to belter. Yeah. Um, so the Brits, Stormzy was on the Brits. Was he? Because yes. I, I don't engage with it at all. I well, I I do. He was on Sunday. Jilly, do you engage with it? I didn't watch it. No. Do you engage with it in general? Um, a little bit, yeah. Okay, talk I, us through it, Steph. I do quite. I sometimes engage with it, but the last couple of times, it's like they've decided to really plug some idiot. And they they talked. So last year it was James Bay. They just talked about James Bay nonstop. This year it was that rag and bone. Fella, That's what I mean. Who is the worst thing to happen to me? There's some. Ever. There's oh, all these so bad. There's so some, bad. He he won like but it'll best be some, mail or some shit. Some label obviously pays loads of money for to be mentioned lots. So yeah. Jesse J was the first one, which is where the Jesse J conspiracy started. Yeah. <laughs> Continued the pace for a few years. <laughs> 
from her great talents and personality. Oh, she's do, she's doing really well in America. Have you heard? She is. Yeah, was, really well in America. <laughs> she's doing really well in Here's America. Here's a new one. Um, yeah. So last year, this the, rag and bone felt there's adverts for him everywhere. Oh, he's an absolute tit as well. Like when they were interviewing it, he went up to um, get, collect his awards and had nothing to say. And so later on, they give him a second chance and, and went over it, like Dermot O'Leary, consummate professional, and he had nothing to say. He's, he, a, he's a class actor, Dermot. Like he, yeah. Yeah, he is. He is. See what you like. I mean, you know, there's a touch of class there. Yeah. A lot of people were really angry about Chris Martin on my Facebook, but I didn't watch yes. it, so I don't yeah, really know why. What did he do? What, was, what did he do? Anyone? Steph, have you watched it? What did he do? He's, he um, he sang the George Michael um, tribute. Oh, that's awkward. But it was okay because it was really sad. Um, <laughs> I, I was in tears, <laughs> obviously. Oh. Obviously, I I just thought I thought that Robbie Williams was come going to come on and do a George Michael song, so I was really angry in that at that about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and then it didn't. And what happened was Andrew Ridgely and Pepsi and Shirley came on and they spoke about him like at length, and both of them that both the girls cried. And Andrew Ridgely has not been on telly in about twenty five years. I was in bits like absolute bits and then chris martin starts singing a different corner and i'm tweeting away but like oh it just shows you know the difference between like his voice and george's voice and then they put george's voice in for the chorus well that was it like i was like oh my god like it just it was an emotional 10 minutes for me it's got an amazing voice george's got an amazing voice yeah so what, yeah. what what other Brits things did you want to talk about? So last year um, they got accused of whitewashing the Brits, Brits, um, and so this year they made a concerted effort to nominate lots of black artists and grime artists and invite them on, and then they didn't win any awards and they heavily censored their performance. So well done, the Brits. <laughs> the heavily censoring the performance is the, is the is the most ludicrous thing it in the world. It was after nine like, o'clock. Don't invite someone on and then do audio muted all the way through. You know what you're getting. Like it's not a surprise. That's all, is it damning with faint praise or worse? I don't know. It's bad. It's very idiots. So yeah, it wasn't a classic Brits. There hasn't been a classic Brits for. Is there any other award ceremonies you want to do while we're here? Get them all out the way in one fell swoop. Oscars were good. Were they? Yeah. Okay. So well, a, bit, I, a bit mad, that thing, at the that, end. That's, yeah, that's I like that. Way. Bit of chaos. Bit of disorganisation. It's like, yeah, you've won. You've not. Give it to them. I've never <laughs> on stage. <laughs> on stage. I think it's, it's, I, love, I love institutional incompetence on a public sphere, in, a, in a public sphere. You can imagine. Like, you know when you do something wrong and your heart drops and you think, shit, I, hope they, I don't <laughs> yeah. get found out. Imagine the, <laughs> the moment with the when you spot yeah. Warren Beatty's got the best actress card and they're like shit <laughs> this is gonna get this is gonna come back to me but they were very gracious about it good on them the people who um the la la land people so it wasn't wrong name on the card or did he just it was it, the wrong... it said emma stone la la land it was the wrong envelope so so, so, warren, wow. so warren beatty's a bit like um and he's like looking around like uh this yeah. it, well it says a film but it also says an actress and then he <laughs> gives it to the was it fade on away fade yeah. on away just says la la land yeah. and then they're like fade on away cannot be de- asked with details yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think key moments like, oh, what are you up? Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah it was uh yeah okay okay so uh, i've decided as it's award season we should do our awards again which ones? Where we do, where we pick, we pick a year and pick like best, best, best artist. Oh, and that's in is that what that means? So I think we should do 2011. 
Oh, I oh. thought that was next week. We'll do it next week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 it's fine. Oh, I see. We'll do it next week. Okay, I'll stop panicking. No, no, no. I mean, it's <laughs> I haven't prepped. I love this. Like, like everyone else felt prepped when they didn't know what we were talking about. Um, Hang on, let me see if 2011 works. 2011 is my is, is what I'm taking. Adam, are you comfortable with 2011? I don't know what you're talking about. Sorry. So we do album of the year from 2011, female artist now. of the year from 2011 next week. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Yeah. 2011. Interesting. Will you put your tux on? Uh, no. You won't. <laughs> I okay. could pretend to you for radio purposes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, put yeah the I'll put my tux on. And it's can, on you, now. You can pick a couple of categories. Steph Can and John Can. Yeah. So I'll, I'll dole the categories out another time. Album of the year. I think you might get that, Adam. John, I look good in a tux. John, I look, I look fabulous in a tux. Uh, yeah. We choose our own categories. If you want to. That's well, not how awards no, choose work. I'll choose the categories. Best crisps. I'll choose the categories. <laughs> 2011 crisps. Yeah, 2011. <laughs> Crisp of the year, 2011. That'd be an interesting category. I'm not put gonna, it in, put it in. Not going to necessarily do that one. Google. Yeah, don't do it. Um, that's the first thing that popped into my head. So that'll be next week on the ride of 2011's awards. I already think it's going to be... A poor feature. Really? Yeah. <laughs> quite, but why not? Like, why not? We talked about it there for about four minutes, so we have to do it. Now. Hey, any shout outs this week, by the way? Speaking of features that have died a death. One <laughs> <laughs> very enthusiastic week, and then I was like, oh no. No, no more shout outs. Uh, maybe yeah. next week as well, so maybe there'll be shout outs next week if we're planning features now. Yeah, perhaps. Stop giving me work to do. Excellent stuff. Julia, I've asked you to pick three songs. Uh, you've picked one recent and a couple from the past, and this is the recent one, and what is it? It's On Hold by the XX. I don't blame you We got carried away I can't hold on To an empty space Now you've found when you start to orbit It could be love I think you're too soon to call us old When and where did we go cold? I thought I had you on hold And every time I let you leave I always saw you coming back to me You're too soon to call us so When and where did we go cold? I thought I had you on hold And every time I let you leave I always saw you coming back to me When and where did we go cold? I thought I had you on 
The XX. Gee. Any more? Not got you, much to say on the XX. You didn't know the their show. album was out. You didn't know their album was out. Didn't know their album was out. Didn't know you played it on the show. <laughs> Are you behind? Great I'm a bit behind. That's allowed. You've been writing books. That's true. I listened to the most recent one in the car on the way up. Did you? But I'm behind otherwise. Really? I'm okay. about Christmas. You're about Christmas otherwise. <laughs> yeah, so you, quite behind. you thought you'd jump Sorry. ahead. Yeah. I was revising. Not much happens. <laughs> <Spoiler> <laughs> alert. I, go, I go to Australia and everyone slags me off. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that does happen to you, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I look forward to that. <laughs> then he comes back and, and tells me yeah, he heard tells it. Tells me he heard somehow. Yeah. How <laughs> was he ever meant to know? <laughs> it's a secret. So, yeah, uh, all right, the XX on hold. Uh, the album is out now, uh, and they're playing lots and lots and lots of places. Uh, Primavera's one, isn't it, Steph? I was it like, is. How's Primavera going? Well, <laughs> still haven't got the time off work. Haven't you? <laughs> no. Oh. Proving tricky. That's um, problematic, isn't it? I thought you were in charge of that. <laughs> no. You're not in charge no. of that for your work. You're just in charge of it for this podcast. Uh, yes, I'm HR for this podcast. The person who does HR for my work is... Uh, Proving tricky. Yeah. It's problematic when you've asked for it off and then you're going to have to call in sick, isn't it? Well, it's just, you <laughs> know what? Obvious, life is, life yeah. is full of very odd coincidences, so it might happen. Yeah. And if it does, then it's just one of those things. It's, have you, uh, it's have you got accommodation sorted yet? No, I haven't, always. I've got a ticket, I've got flights, I've got nowhere to stay, and I can't go. So. <laughs> That's two out of five. Two out of four. I don't think so you should have asked me. Well. <laughs> I'm so pleased I've asked Julie, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> It's it's, it could have been well. better. In the shows you've missed, better. there's been much talk of Primavera, and I, I love the fact that it's because when it was originally mooted, I said, "So have you got it all sorted?" Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're on top of this. Don't you worry. Um, Shut your face. I don't even reckon you'd have booked the flights if I didn't tell you to. You were saying, "Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, got yeah. a ticket." Yeah, Obviously, yeah. I'm going. <laughs> it's all part of the story. Then it would be emotional when you get there. Yeah. It'll be emotional. Be homeless for three days. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm, I'm all, I'd rather sleep on the beach than not go. Excellent, so, excellent. And my priority is getting the time off work. And then we'll deal with all the other yeah. stuff. If th- this, whoever's, I need to, how do you stop someone having a baby at a particular time? Because it's someone else's paternity leave that's blocking me. Make them have it earlier? How do I induce a pregnancy for someone I don't It'd know? It would have to be really <laughs> early, wouldn't it? Send though? them pineapple and yeah. Oh, no, because paternity, it's just the paternity leave. It's only two weeks, right. So it's, it's penciled in. Oh, I don't know, this sounds awful, doesn't it? I can't... <laughs> <laughs> if anyone knows how, how I can get around this... Any witchcraft. Does yeah. anyone have any witchcraft to hand? 
I'd like some witchcraft. I'd like witchcraft. I feel like I could get heavily into witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> could, be, could be a big big weekend for you, like when you when, when you play with Lego. Uh, Adam. Hello. Uh, Geek of the week. Oh, is it this? It is, yes. <laughs> You've heard of it. It's a new feature. Yeah, it, yes, what it is is... <laughs> People, people I still people, get it wrong every yeah, fucking I know, I week. About to say. <laughs> I shout out people. Steph, shout out. <laughs> I ask people to pick a place and what they do is they send me a gig that they think I should pick and that's not the idea. <laughs> um, They're like, hi, gig of the week, choose this one. You're like, that's not the fucking feature. It never has been and it never will be. But actually, this week I've picked Birmingham. Um, and don't you, Jilly, don't you live in Birmingham? I do live in Birmingham. It's in Birmingham. It's not you, but you could go to this as well. I could go. When is it? Uh, well, I'll tell you afterwards. Really hope it's in competition with your launch night for your book. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm stacking my launch off. Going to, I've got to get a gig of the week. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it, and it's Matt Preston who's requested. Hi, Matt. Um, and Hi, the gig Matt. is uh, the gig is Surf for Blood. More details after the song, but this is uh, a song called Snowdonia.
Surfer Blood, Snowdonia. Snowdonia, yeah. Off Snowdonia. The, off the Snowdonia EP. That is Snowdonia. Or is it maybe an album? Uh, I, yeah, the, it's got, the release is called Snowdonia. It's got a picture of... Uh, it looks like a, an iceberg, which there are no icebergs in Snowdonia. And I'm a so bit it's disappointed. not a, a mountain. Well, it's not. No, it's not. I, I, I'm... 99% sure that the, the image from the cover of this Snowdonia EP is not of Snowdonia. Totally I really like Snowdonia anyway. But anyway, so they've chosen it as a name and a, and a song, and that's Surfer Blood. Um, and so Matt Preston in Birmingham, um, and that gig is on Thursday the 16th of March. Is there a clash? There is no clash. There is no clash. No clash confirmed. Go. Okay. can go. Cool. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that, they, there you go, Matt. That is the gig of the week section, complete for this week. Well done, everybody. Everybody's come out of it very, very well. Uh, Jilly, what are you got up to this weekend? This weekend? Yeah. I'm not doing anything. No, what, last weekend? Last what, what weekend. What you got to the weekend just gone? Oh, I see. Okay. Did you I'm think Neil you. was going to ask you out then? Awkward for everybody. Yeah. We came up to Liverpool on Sunday night, stayed with the lovely John, went out to some two cool pubs. The Caledonian was one. The Caledonian was one. What was the other one? Shout out no to Pino at the back. The what? It's very, it's very, it's very good how you're trying to keep your memory in David. You know, keep, <laughs> Basically, keep, your, keep your own memory if you can. I don't think I ever knew actually. I was the driver, so I just got pointed in the direction of where we're going. Okay. John's brass bandmates were in the pub. We had Cambridge. to go and see them. That was a riot. Was it near the, the Caledonian? <laughs> it was halfway between the Caledonian and John's house. Uh, Peter Cavanas. I don't know. It was quite big, and it does food. Pizza cabs, not big. No, no. The, the Dovedale. Oh, yeah, the that Dovedale. rings more yes. of a bell. Oh, what a win that is for you on a personal <laughs> level. <laughs> I, pl- I plotted the, the route in my head, and then I saw a big pub, and it was the Dovey. Excellent. Excellent stuff. So you did that on Sunday. What did you do on Saturday? We went out for my birthday. Happy my birthday. Family. My birthday is on Tuesday. It's tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday. Thanks. Happy birthday. What did what, what you get? Or are you Nothing getting it all tomorrow? really yet. I think I'm getting it tomorrow. Dave's got me something that's in the pantry because he said that's the least likely place I am to go because I never cook. So I don't know what it is. Feels I'm like not allowed ne- in there. Feels strong needle that from Dave. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> that's slightly like passive aggressive, isn't no, it? No, no, well, not even that passive. No, no, it's not passive, is it? I'm hoping it's a dog, so I'll update you. <laughs> it's been a long two days for the dog. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's got a lot to eat. It just can't get I out. I did say, does it, does it need anything, my present? It got told no, so it's probably not a dog. <laughs> okay, uh, excellent. Anything on Friday? No, I didn't do anything on Friday. I like to, I like to pl- plot the whole weekend. Uh, Come back wow. to the other side. Uh, you guys do a lot. I sit at home a lot and do oh, no, things slash write my novel. We sit at home a lot as well. So like, it's most of my, lies. Yeah. I actually upgraded my <laughs> iPhone and I spent about five and a half hours on bloody iTunes. Dave went to bed. I was so grumpy. He was just like, "I'm going to bed." while I was being angry at iTunes. So that's actually what I did on Friday. No one has ever had an iTunes update or an interaction with iTunes that hasn't made them want to just lash it, it out the window. It really was awful. I why thought I'd lost it, all my contacts. Why is it so shit? It's awful. <laughs> it's weird how things keep getting their, their own thing wrong so regularly. I know. Like, what why on have you earth is that about? Do you want to update your age? It's like, no, I'm not in the I right do. mental <laughs> headspace for that. Yeah. yeah. I had to restore one phone and then put the restore on my new phone and it was just impossible, virtually. I'm angry thinking about it. Yeah, my I'm, phone. yeah I turned that's, into that's, a horrible person for that evening. That's what they're doing. <laughs> I think that's. I think they're trying to do that. Really? Um, yeah, I'm, like antagonising. <laughs> they're antagonising the populace, softening us up for something. It's worked. Yeah. 
I'm so, yeah, I'm so angry at my iTunes that I'm missing whatever the sneaking Important past. things, yeah. 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 Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> the work the way around you. Uh, Stephanie, what's you got up to? Uh, on Friday, we went to, um, I say we, me. me and Adam. Not just me and Adam, like other friends as well. All right, don't um, spoil the mystique. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> went to the disco festival launch of Louis Vega and it was very, 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 very good. Excellent. Were you AAA? Uh, no, I wasn't. I was press. Uh, Demo wasn't around. Um, but for triple A purposes. For triple A purposes. Um, but I am going to try my damnedest to get it for the actual festival because I need to repeat that. <laughs> it was so good. Did you just have a nice time, Adam? It was great. Uh, I, I tried to make Steph stay out longer by wearing her friend's shoes. When they started <laughs> you did, did you? <laughs> I was I very impressed by that. I couldn't get them both on. No. <laughs> get one of them on, but not the other. I could get one on. Claire's shoes. Was, and she was going, Oh, yours are like slippers. Yeah. <laughs> really enjoying the one shoes. I was like, I'll try and get the other one on, but I couldn't stand them at all. I couldn't even get it off. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, so the Disco Festival launch was very, very good. What else did you get up to, Steph? It was very good. Um, on Saturday, <laughs> I went to the tavern for my breakfast, which I haven't been to in a very long time. How long did you queue? Uh, 45 minutes. But okay. How long did they tell you you were going to queue? 45 minutes. Oh, that's all right. That's, yes. that's all right. On the nose. Yeah, it was good. It was fine. Um, they like the the fellow who seats them seats people really likes me more, so she's always like it's Trish and she's like, he's like I know Trish I'll get you in as soon as possible. <laughs> so I think I think there's a an element of queue jumping which I'm fine with. Um, then I went the footy, uh, and then I watched eight hours of um, an OJ of OJ Simpson. O.J. Simpson documentaries. Shall oh, we talk about this later? Hold your horses. That's, that, a, that's part ace. It's part ace. Yeah. Um, but I have a lot to say about it. Okay, excellent news. Uh, yeah. And what did I do yesterday? Yesterday I was in a terrible mood. Uh, no one would do anything with me, so I just sat in proper sulked. Knobheads. Gang of dickheads. These people sound like the worst. Yeah. Uh, Adam, what about you from Saturday onwards? I know you're Friday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know my Friday. Uh, Gate, uh, Stormzy, Disco. Um, uh, after the disco, I went to all of the bars in town. Oh, good. Were you in that sort of, it sounds like you're in that sort of mood. <laughs> went to Aloha, Largo, the Raz, and the Magnet. <laughs> oh, if I'd have known you were out, I was. I was sort of. I was left a bit adrift. It was about half eleven. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We were. That's that's where we were. The the Raz was funny. It was too early for it. There was no one in there. It was weird. Uh, it's horrible. It's always horrible. But yeah, yeah we left. It was quite especially quickly. horrible. It's horrible. I've um, not been fifteen years. It's horrible. Perhaps. And I don't it's intend horrible. to change not, This it. is a hot take. It's horrible. I'm in awe you fixed your gate so fast. It blew our fence over and we've done nothing. Uh, to be You're honest, it was, it was already on its last legs, <laughs> so it sort of spurred me on to do something I was going to do It's anyway. admirable. <laughs> Did it involve a tip? Uh, no, the gate's still just sitting in the garden. The, the have, you, have you not been the tip? It will involve a tip. We've <laughs> now got, like, one garden with our neighbours, and we're like, we really should do something about this. Why don't you just turn into a huge communal space? I know. I, I think, yeah. yeah. The, they were on holiday, though, so it looks like we kind of did it while they were away. <laughs> Super yeah. friendly. <laughs> should make a, taken down the fences. <laughs> yeah. Make a go-kart track Let's or something. Let's together. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know what I did. I don't know. I, um, th- then Saturday wasn't, wasn't much of an event because of Friday um, and then <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Sunday I, I don't know just went around uh, went to, uh, oh yeah I drove the camper van around because it needed a run out that was it went to the ice cream you just farm. drove it around went to the ice cream farm it. with my niece and nephew how, how did it communicate he this need he's an adult he's an adult he's an adult where did your camper van just needed my dad's exercising oh, okay. yeah he did a run he's out. such a grown man he really is 
It's an astonishing What's word. It Tell you what, Floyd. <laughs> it's called Floyd. It's a good yeah. name. Good name for the camera. It's because it, it's because the number plate after looks Keith? a bit like Floyd. No, the number plate just looks a bit like Floyd. It's a shame if it was after Keith, I'd be quite it just happy. Just looks like a Floyd. Yeah, Very okay. Floyd. Floyd doors. Floydish. Yeah. Um, okay, Julie, what are you playing for? And I'm going to talk about your book. I'm playing. Uh, I've also come up with a feature based around your oh, book, which oh is pretty God. exciting. Okay. Go on. I'll brace myself. I'm playing the cardigans. Oh yeah. Three forty-five. No sleep. It's way too late to think of someone I would call now The neon signs got tired, red-eye flights help the stars out I'm safe in a corner, just hours before me I'm waking with the roaches the world has surrendered I'm dating ancient ghosts The ones I made friends with The comfort of fireflies Long gone before daylight And if I had one wish fulfilled tonight
The Cardigans, 0345, no sleep. Why'd you pick that? Well, it's from the album Long Gone Before Daylight. Um, and most people think of the Cardigans as sort of super extra gravity and Gran Turismo and all that sort of electronic poppy stuff. But that's actually a really... It was, I think it was brought out in 2002. And it remains to this day one of my favourite albums. And it's just... It's like a country album. It's totally out of character for them and nobody really knows about it. Um, and it's just lovely. So I highly recommend. Excellent. <laughs> Good. Uh, a high recommendation. We should have done 2002 for the awards next week and, and that, could have, that could maybe be a nominee. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it is, it is. But we are where we are. So let's talk about the book. And the book is... Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, have you done one of these before? Have you done a spoken interview yet about your book? Yeah, I have. I recorded one at Penguin. With a penguin, yeah, um, which was quite nerve wracking. Feels like playing at home a bit. That though, this is you're on a way turf. Uh, <laughs> everything but the truth, Gillian uh, McAllister, and it is it's on Penguin now, and all of this sort of stuff. Lots of people have said nice things about it in the back, in the back <laughs> because they've read it in advance. And I've also been lucky enough to read it in advance, and I really liked it. Thank you. I was terrified. I saw your I text to John, so I know now off the record that you liked it because you didn't know I was going to read it. I didn't know you were going to read my text to John. No, my, my text to John was, "Thank God this is good," because because there's, I've done I've done I've had to do book things in the past, and normally I find a way to get out of them, and it's all a bit awkward. But this it is really... awkward when people send you their book and you don't like it. Yes. It's... One of life's awkward things. It is one of life's awkward things. Uh, so I have read it, and it's uh, it's it's very very good indeed. And just to sort of, I know that it wasn't your, it's not the first novel that you've written. You've written no. things before it. Yes, I've written um, two novels before it. One that I tried to get an agent with and didn't manage, and one that I got signed with my agent with, but um, we couldn't sell it to publishers. And then they were all quite interested in my second idea, which was everything but the truth. Um, so they, their rejections kind of said, the second idea sounds really interesting. Please, please can she write that? Um, so I did. So that's old. And then, so the, the, you went back to those people and said, so that was how you'd got the idea, you'd already had the idea, and so you sort of felt as though when you were writing it, there was at least the possibility of being able to sell it. Because the thing about writing, as I mean, I've done it for film stuff, is that it's self-selecting. Like, people choose not to do it anymore. People can think that they're going to do it, try to do it, and then lose hope because it's very hard to sell because people say no to it. Whereas you've, you've had one which didn't work, a second one which didn't work but got you the agent. And so mm. this one, you felt like it was sort of selected before you started, or did it still feel like it was on a wing and a prayer? No, it did. I think it's so hard to get published. The statistics are just unreal. Um, but I just, once I got my agent, I just, I decided that that's what I wanted to do. And I was going to continue writing books until I did it pretty much. And I think a lot of my friends and family thought I was insane because my first book with my agent had two separate submissions. And then I started writing Everything But The Truth immediately after it failed to sell on its second round. Um, so I had been doing it for maybe like 15, 20 hours a week for almost two years by the time it sold. So I think a lot of people were wondering, is she just going to keep doing this forever? But I pretty much would have. Why? So, why? I just I've always wanted to be a writer. And I think when you want to be a writer, you want to be read. That's the main thing. And I wanted a traditional publishing deal. I wanted to be able to see my book in a shop. So you, you have a job. Do you want to say what the job is? You don't have to. I'm a lawyer, yeah. I'm a full-time lawyer, so... It's especially insane, maybe, considering that. That notoriously easy job. Yeah, doesn't take up much of your time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do it part-time. Saunter yeah. through, uh, yeah. slow days. Um, <laughs> so, how much sleep do you get? I, I, a lot actually funny you should mention it I do sleep a lot but I don't do I don't really watch TV for knackered. example that's the big hit oh, right. that my yeah. yeah I do. there are some weeks where all I do is work and write books but it isn't 
absolutely all the time. Are so, there some like weeks the where you sleep in work? <laughs> no, never sadly. Uh, but yeah, like at the moment, I'm probably only doing about an hour a day of writing because I'm writing a first draft. Yeah. Um, so it's not, it goes through phases. And that's the first draft that's in the back of this book, is it? No, it's not. It's yeah. publishing work so far ahead it gets confusing. Oh, really? So I've just delivered my second book that's going to be published in January and now I'm writing my third. Right. This is like when Steph used to have, when she used to work for the Christmas company and do Christmas in July. (laughs) (laughs) So what year is it for you now? What what year are you writing? I'm writing will be released in maybe late 2018, early 2019. Gosh, imagine that. I think we'll make it that Imagine far. the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do, I do often. You might have that. to change bits. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know if Scotland's, Scotland's, gone. If Scotland's gone. Yeah, yeah I know. Where's Scotland? <laughs> Leave Scotland. That was something Scottish, actually is the Scottish bits in, you, in the book you're writing? Spoiler alert. Everything but the truth is set in Newcastle and Oban. Yeah. Sort of dual setting. But are you going to just kibosh That's Scotland going forward? Are you going to wear up to with, with the union? <laughs> yeah, I'm probably just going to write English books for a while. Yeah, just play safe. Just play safe. You're going to play that far ahead. Don't say anything about the challenge. But is that is that a challenge because one of the things I, I struck me as quite interesting was the way in which you just shut up Adam was the way in which you trying to do a serious author interview here the way in, <laughs> the way in which you, you, you you're quite bold in terms of using things like you use Facebook you use Twitter you use a lot of not least because that's how people live now and that's one of the, co- the key things that comes through it's one of the boldest books I've read in terms of use of and discussion of the way in which people use their mobile phone messaging apps that they use and all that sort of stuff because my worry about using something like that would always be, well, this could date quite quickly because the speed with which these things get picked up and dropped and you've got people talking about things that they see on Twitter, direct messages, uh, WhatsApp. Mm. Was that something that, you know, was anyone sort of saying, you might want to get rid of that or play that down a little bit? Because you really don't. You put it front and centre of the whole book. Yeah, nobody actually has told me at all to play that down. They give me quite free reign. I wanted it to be current because I think if you don't talk about <coughs> social media in a novel, that also dates it. Massively, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just kind of a rock and a hard place. But I think the things that I talk about in there have been around... Like, Twitter's been around for, like, ten years. Mm. So I think it's established as a new way of communicating. Um, but I wanted to talk about, like, the dark web and the Wayback Machine and all of that techie stuff because it kind of is relevant to the plot but it's also relevant to our lives these are the things that are going on at the moment that maybe 20 years ago people were talking about other things but now these are our issues and the internet plays such a massive role in people's lives and i think sometimes novelists can just ignore that and carry on writing about the same kind of plot lines and then within there what you've got is the way in which the your lead character rachel she uses all of this uh, to find out more and more about this Event from a current boyfriend's past that's been completely obscured by him to her, which she's 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 working right the way through. So that's this is in essence part of the plot that she she sees an email that she shouldn't necessarily see, and then her imagination begins to run wild. But every single time where she's trying to begin to calm it down, or her friends are saying calm it down, something else happens that hugely concerns her, and she begins to investigate the man she's pregnant with and having a whirlwind romance with called Jack. This is all fair, isn't it? Stop me! You're looking, at, you're pulling the face that authors do. I was smiling because you said she's pregnant with him, and yes, I just yeah. was about to correct you, and then I thought that's pedantic. No. I- <laughs> I was like, how? She's pregnant with how his child. Yeah. Like Terminator. Pregnant with his child. Terminator. Like Terminator, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a sci-fi novel. It gets out of control. Back now, in 2011. And then from, from there, she's... I'm pregnant with Gibbo. But she's got her own secrets as well. And that's the other, the other thing that drives right the way through. But one of the things I wanted to sort of... you. 
it's all these sort of inter-family-based relationships. So, for instance, there's issues around her own mother. Her own mother was unfaithful with her father. There's the sister in there. There's the fact that she's pregnant, and that feels a bit like a ticking clock, which I couldn't work out was... It does, it feels like a different, it does feel like a ticking clock. <laughs> tell them I'm not being mean. I'm being right. No, on that it. was it was a plot device so that she was tied irrevocably to Jack. And so there was a time limit, but also she's <coughs> having his baby no matter what he's done. Um, but yeah, it was about the kind of split of private and public life, and now they're so merged because you can sit and Facebook stalk somebody, and that's maybe socially acceptable. But is it socially is it... acceptable, Steph? <laughs> Steph's nodding. I haven't met anyone that I, I don't know everything about. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever met someone you recognise purely from mutual friends on Facebook? Yes. Good. Good. Yeah, Not just me. All the time. Oh, when when you have conversations and they're like, oh, and I do this and I do that. I was like, I know, I've seen the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but then Rachel goes much further than that. She makes a police request about him. She looks at his emails. She goes further and further back down his timeline. She looks at his friends' Facebooks. Um, she looks at his text messages. And then she starts to look at things that were deleted off the internet um, altogether, put in the dark web and put in archives of the internet. And I'm kind of interested in where the new lines are and the new etiquette with this kind of new world. And all the way through, she... Little things, little things that he does, for instance, the way in which he positions his phone, they th- these things make her suspicious. And these... it's uh, that, that, that Some of that I thought the best writing in the book was the writing which was contained in rooms, in that when it's her and him together, both when they're very much in love, because she is very much in love with him, and that comes over really, really well in the book, in the early part of the book. It's terrific. Uh, that sort of the, 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 the quite beautiful writing about the mundanity of relationships is really, really nice, really good. Well, thank you. I wanted to... Really, although the the pregnancy kind of helps up the stakes, I mostly wanted to get across what do you do when the person that you are totally in love with has done something, yeah. maybe the worst thing you can imagine somebody doing. That's what I really wanted to write about. And that's in there, no, the, the, the pregnancy... Mm. <coughs> I'm very, very happy tonight, like John. You're getting emotional. <laughs> no, you write about that, the fact that the pregnancy is there, but you feel much more than that. You feel both... You feel his presence and then his lack of presence when he disappears, when they begin, when, when it begins to fall apart between mm. them. I'm not giving anything away there. You can see that coming. Um, <laughs> not in a bad way. Yeah. Not in a bad way. But, yeah, the phone behaviour is... I think that's a new etiquette. And lots and lots of people keep their phone with them and put it face down when when you're sitting next to Hello. them. So I do that. I'm, my phone's always with me and I'm not hiding anything. But I wondered what what you would think if somebody was that new kind of behaviour, which is only really the last five years that everyone's tied to a smartphone. It's all very, very interesting. Uh, we'll talk more about it after, after the next song. Uh, and we've got a feature as well to look forward to. Uh, and we'll talk about what you're doing next. Is that exciting? That's very was that Was that good? Was that better than Penguin? Be honest. <laughs> but I'd be. Uh, next, this is uh, one of mine. It's Middle Kids, and this song's called The Edge of Town. I cannot remember anything you say when the streets are talking. Yeah, they call my name. And I walk a little further. I could go all day And the trees are reaching Pointing out the way
got something on your mind Tick tock, can I take it for a while? Hey guy, have you got something on your mind? Tick tock, could I take it for a while? That's Middle Kids with uh, The Edge of Town from their EP, which is on Bandcamp, called Middle Kids. Just lower you down. Uh, they're currently on tour in the United States, uh, doing all sorts of stuff. I'm just very conscious of time, Stephanie. Uh, they're playing. Uh, uh, they're playing. Yeah, but Liverpool are playing in 40 minutes, and I've got to write about it afterwards. They're playing South by Southwest, and amongst other things. Sorry, I've just got to at least pretend to be doing my job yeah. uh, and other things in North Steph's America. Steph's going to do more than pretend to drag her feet now. Um, <laughs> Sorry for the 90-minute synopsis of AJ Simpson's trial. Can't wait. <laughs> um, it's going to be the best content of the week. Uh, yeah, and they're doing all sorts of stuff, knocking around North America until uh, until April, and then they're doing something else in uh, May as well. But it's on Bandcamp, Middle Kids, and as I say, they are, that song is called The Edge of Town, and it's great, and it's out now. Um, so you've, firstly, you've split the book into the three parts with the three questions on them, uh, which is interesting. Um, when you... Do you do that? Were you doing that when you were writing it, or do you sort of impose that? Do you, is that something that happens sort of third, fourth, fifth, sixth draft? Um, I did it after the first draft. Um, the first draft was really rough and the crime was um, totally different um, and the plot was quite different. But then once I... I always rewrite my novels. Um, I'm just not very good at writing a, a novel that the first draft resembles the last at all. Um, I wanted a structure that was more... that reflected that Rachel was really concerned with the the who and the what when really her character development is actually the why is the most important part. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So should we do the feature before we ask what's happening next with Jilly? So there's at the back of the book, and I'm really pleased you pointed this out to me because I wouldn't have known, so she shouldn't have done that. There's the reading group questions, and I always wanted to know who did these, and I love the fact that you've forsworn these early and gone. Yes, they put these in. So pick one at random for me, a number between 1 and 13. Steph, a number between 1 and 13, any number you want? 7. Seven. Okay, you ready? Uh, this novel, it says here, presents us with a series of moral dilemmas with its characters responding in different ways. What conclusions could be drawn about moral behaviour? Is it more important to be right or to be good? Is it possible to be both? Wow. Um, well done, I Steph. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I'm trying to say is that you, how somebody behaves with you is more important than their general behaviour because relationships should be able to exist without a kind of wider context and that everybody's own morals are completely subjective and you don't ever know how you will behave in the the situation that um promotes what jack did was really very specific yeah and it would be harsh to say um you know he's a he's a bad person because of that i think it's supposed to be about the gray areas in morals 
And also that people, you're also, I think, what's in there as well, which is really grabbed me when I was reading it, how morality is sort of unfairly put front and centre on things, that there's, there's, there are other things that, that dictate the decisions that people make. And yeah, they do, and people do things in the spur of the moment that really shouldn't define their character or, or their whole lives, especially when they were under pressure. Like, my main character, Rachel, was a doctor, and she left the profession because of a big mistake she made, um, which was probably objectively a morally wrong thing to do, but she kind of did it for the right reasons, sort of. <laughs> Is that when you're writing, you just want to you want to write the work in those grey areas? Because uh, that's that's what came through to me was that there was the the, the setup of, of of the peaceful spaces, if you know what I mean. And by that I mean the fact that it's a loving relationship and it's a close relationship, and that you you create those contexts. And then there's all these grey areas in terms of all the decisions that people are having to make right the way through. Yeah, completely. Often my novel ideas come from reading about controversial cases in the news and why. Um, two people might have completely differing opinions about them and I think the truth probably lies somewhere in the middle and I want to explore why somebody would think one thing and a, another person another. Okay, I don't pick a number between 1 and 13, that's not 7. 2. Of course, 2. Always 2. Uh, <laughs> how does the novel uh, explore the split between our public persona and our innermost thoughts? How important are role do technology and social media play in our relationships with others? Well, we've kind of talked about, yeah, that, a bit, about that a bit, but um, one of the things my Blame editor... One of the things my editor made me flesh out was the fact that um, Jack had complete access to Rachel's real innermost thoughts, but also her physical space, like he used to let herself into her flat, um, whereas he doesn't afford her the same yeah. intimacy. He shuts off his past from her, but also his physical spaces and that's why the ending with the keys was supposed to be a symbolic moment without giving any more spoilers that's okay don't worry about the spoilers the book's very much worth reading anyway regardless uh, it's terrific so what are you doing next so my second book is out in january um it's called anything you do say which is a play on the police caution um it's about a woman who commits a crime on the way home from a night out because she thinks she's been followed by a man um, who has harassed her in a club and she overreacts and pushes him down some stairs and he breaks his neck. Uh, cheery. And then, so, she stands over his body. Fair Steph, fucks her, Steph. Steph's on board with that. <laughs> it's, it's a feminist <laughs> book, for sure. Um, and then, so, she stands sure over his body downstairs. and in one version she decides to hand herself... She calls 909 and confesses and goes to trial for really serious crime. And in the other version, it's like a sliding doors type thing, she tries to get away with it and kind of go on the run... Um, so that's finished. Um, it's got a, a few edits to do, um, but it's coming out in January. So I'm now writing my third. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> this is out on the on the ninth of ninth uh, of March. Is it coming out in paperback or is it coming out in hardback? It's first? paperback. So it's coming paperback, out in paperback, ebook, and audiobook. Uh, the ninth of uh, March uh, at Gillian M. Author. Uh, if you want to follow follow Gillian on Twitter, and why wouldn't you? Paperbacks uh, are the best, by the way. Paperbacks are well Thank the best. You. I, don't know, I, I, I don't know whether. I, I agree. I, I, I don't know what the dis discussion is about that, but I hate it when books come out in hardback, and I'm I like, know. I can't have this until it comes out in paperback. It tends yeah. to be authors Fuming. with bigger following well, who will pay I, more for a hardback. I just yeah. think they're crap. Can't read, them, can't read them in the bath. Can't read them in the bath, and that should be the defining factor of everything. Can, can you read it in the bath? Uh, yes or no? Uh, but no, it's absolutely terrific. Uh, everything but the truth. It's on Penguin, uh, the 9th of uh, March, and I'll make sure we tweet it out from both the Anfield Rap Twitter and from the Rider Twitter oh, as well when you. it comes out. And that will be sitting there for people to read, and I would really recommend doing so, and also buying it as gifts. And I've also got bookmarks, which I'll give to my friends. Um, uh, so that's all gone <laughs> relatively well. And you're playing us one more song. What are you playing? I'm playing. What, what are you waving at me for? 
You're waving at Dave. You're waving at Dave. Oh, excellent. Take care. Uh, like Dave, Dave. Dave, <laughs> Dave, <laughs> Dave, 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 Dave,
that's James moving on. Why did I pick that one? Well, I saw them recently with my dad. They're one of my dad's favourite bands. And we actually stumbled across like an open air gig of them when I was about eight. Um, and we sat down and watched it in Cornwall while we were on holiday. So I had quite good memories. That sounds like a really magic experience. It really was. It was completely. It's, that was technically my first gig, which makes me cool. It wasn't really boys' own when I was 12. Mine was Banana Rama. Uh, swear, <laughs> blind, swear blindly winked at me. Keep going. Wow. <laughs> um, so we saw them. And I think Moving On was released late last year. So it's quite recent. And and he told a really nice story about the lyrics. He said it was, he got a call, well, he was in America, to say his mum was dying. Um, and the doctor said, don't bother flying home, you won't get back for it. And he did. Um, and he wrote that song on the plane, I think. Um, so when he's saying leave a little light on in the song, it's about, I hope my mum's still there. And he made it in time. And they had like two days together. Aww. So it was super nice. Indeed, super nice. Uh, what's the banger? The banger is Calvin Harris and Frank Ocean Slide. Riding with no brain, bitch, I'm out Do of it. Do you slide on all your nights like this? 
Harris and Frank Ocean with slides. <laughs> well, this has all gone very well for me, hasn't it? Hasn't it? Me two, me two faves collaborating. He's very tall, Calvin. He is. He's very tall, very handsome. Frank Ocean, also good-looking lad. Very emotional. Where do you stand on the whole um, Taylor Swift business? Oh, she's a tit. Do you think? Are yeah. you one? That's you very clear. Yeah, she's a snake. <laughs> very clear where the position is there. <laughs> yeah. Very clear. Yeah, very clear. Yeah, Calvin, Calvin Harris. Um, has been a long-term favour of mine. Uh, as uh, and you, you don't give them up lightly, do you? When someone's absolutely in there, it takes a lot to get them out. Yeah. Yeah. But it, recently, he's been doing um, Instagram live stories, and they always coincided with me getting up in the morning. So he's obviously in the studio in Las Vegas, and so whatever time it is there is the time that I get up. So I was I was late for work for about three days in a row because I was sat there trying to get him to answer my questions on a, on a Instagram live story. Cause that's the kind of sad person I am. Did he? No. He, there was, like, Fuck thousands sake. of people on there. Yeah, of course there was. But, you but know. in the background... He might notice you, though. He might notice you. Well, I did try dead hard, but it didn't happen. Um... In the background, they were playing. <laughs> I think she was accusing you of being lax or something. There, I you did know. try, all right. Try my best. Try harder. Yeah, in the background, he kept playing this song on a loop. And I was like, that sounds really good. So I actually tried to Shazam my own phone, which you can't do. Um, <laughs> it didn't work. You've just blown just... my mind. Yeah, it's like Googling Google. <laughs> um... And then this came out, and I was like, there it is. That's the song. So it's Calvin, um, Frank, and uh, Migos. Migos. Migos? Migos. I've never you seen it. It is Migos. Um, and it's very good, and I've listened to it a lot. And that's all I have to say about that. Apart from on Saturday night, um, when I was up dead late, I bought myself a Frank Ocean T-shirt. Like, you know, in those late-night purchases? It was, it was about half three in the morning. I woke up the next morning and I was like, what's all this eBay receipts? And it was a Frank Ocean T-shirt I'd bought. PayPal's was, too easy, isn't it? I was delirious. PayPal's much easier than finding your, your your trousers and getting your card out and like typing all the numbers in. Yeah. PayPal's like, oh, yeah, I'll buy that. I don't yep. even remember doing it, but it's a T-shirt that I will enjoy wearing. So well done, tired staff. Yeah, tired staff wins, sleepy staff, buying okay. stuff. Uh, OJ Simpson then. <coughs> Do you not want to do it? We can do it next week. We do it, yeah, but... I watched The People versus O.J. Simpson, so I want to talk about O.J. Simpson. OK. I rewatched <laughs> all of The People versus O.J. Simpson recently because I watched it at Pace when it was on. Yeah, we binge-watched it over Christmas. Shut your face, you. At Pace? No, I love the expression, I watched it Did at Pace. Did you just fast-forward? <laughs> yeah, on 1.5. Yeah. Yeah. Like normal Pace instead of binging it, and now it's on Netflix. So Did you see it on Netflix? Yeah, we watched it over Christmas. 
Yes, it's very good. Uh, John Travolta, it's the performance of his life. Those eyebrows. It's yeah. very seen, quite incredible. Have you ever seen Battlefield Earth? That was the performance. Like that's absolutely mad. So I think it's his Scientology vehicle. Uh, he's just oh, he's insane. just got it's 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 wild how his career has blossomed. Um, and then I watched the it's eight hours in total, which it doesn't feel like eight hours when you watch it. It flew by and it won an Oscar last night. What a documentary? Yeah, rather the than the people versus. Yeah. So what is this documentary? So it's a very 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 in depth look at OJ's eight life. hours. Right from like when he was born and like growing up, high school football, like everything. Oh, wow. But literally, um, I think the first one's like two and a half, and the middle one, it clicked on and it you know it comes up at the bottom saying how long it's on for. It's because on iPlayer, and it was like three three seven. It's like three hours, three and a half hours. There's no way I'll watch all of this, but, but I did. You did. And then the last one's like another two hours. Um, but I've watched a lot, and I, I think he did it. I think he Excellent did news. Yeah. So who do we tell? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Jenny's uh, a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the evidence is overwhelming. Yeah, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I, think, I have come to the conclusion. Well, I have to say that. Him. I don't know, sued. really. I don't know. I, 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 I doubt. Know. I doubt it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if there's anyone in the room, I'd like to think. Would know. In my opinion, I think he did it. I think that's fine. No, he definitely <laughs> did it, though. Like definitely. Some people do think he did it. <laughs> that's the allegedly. Is that the allegedly? <laughs> allegedly some people, yeah, some, some people, of some which people. two of them are sitting yeah, to your yeah. left. But it was very good. Right. It, it's worth a watch. My left. Um, yeah. So did you learn anything that's not in the People versus O.J. Simpson? Loads. Because like, that focuses very much on that trial and the yeah. actual um, murder that he did happening. Um, whereas this is like his entire life. And then afterwards, what happens afterwards? Because he got arre- he was arrested for... He's been arrested for robbery or something, Armed he? robbery and kid- mm. kidnapping. Like, oh, so Jay, he's actually he in did. prison now? Um, that- he's on... Yeah, he's up for parole, I think, in November. Mm. But we'll see. I think he also wrote a book, I think. Yes. Not to bring everything back. Speaking of books... Any good ones out? The book is called... If I did it, but yeah. the way it's positioned on the front is if is very tiny, and it just says I, I did it. And is it what is it like a fictionalised how I would have done it? Is that basically? I don't know quite where I am at this this stage. Uh, like I've got off with this, but if I had to done it, this is how I would have done it. I'm going to play a song. Uh, this is Hercules and Love Affair with Controller featuring Faris Badlan.
Hercules and Love Affair, Controller, featuring Faris Badwan. Uh, that's an absolute belt. They've got a new album coming out soon, Hercules and Love Affair. I wish I could tell you more, but I can't right now. Um, it's been windy, hasn't it? It has. Doris. Has it been windy? Doris Day. Yeah, that was that's trending Doris on Day. Twitter. I thought that was quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a simple soul. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new one coming as well. I didn't well. realise that had trended. I Is said there that a new one coming? Yeah. Oh, God. Well, sometimes the trends are like tailored to yeah. your to your friends are talking about it, basically. I, I said oh, I went down to Leek on Doris Day and then I thought, oh, Doris Day. Doris mm. Day. Very clever. Mm. Um, it's called Ewan or something. I, I, yeah, the trend thing, I think, I think they are doing it based on what, you, what, you, what, you, what, what you're interested in because, because a lot of my friends, including Stephanie, were tweeting about the This Girl Can adverts. Um, and so I watched Grace. it. It's brilliant. It is very good. It's brilliant. So isn't, isn't it galvanising? That gets me going. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely certain. Uh, bang into it. Uh, it means the badminton court will be full for months. Uh, that's going to be down. It's going to be even harder to do some racket sports in the city of Liverpool. Uh, um, off the back of that. Storm News. Storm oh, Ewan um, is... Are they in alphabetical order for, for some sort of reason? Oh, I don't know. But well, at least what they do, isn't it? From Doris to they, Ewan. They never used to. Didn't they? No. no. I thought it was naming them in the UK quite a new thing. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's a media that's construct. That's why we're only on it. Is it a media construct? <laughs> construct? We've had five storms. Yeah. There was one called The Beast from the East the other day. Stupid. The Beast from the East? Yeah. It's just so, it's just so uh, commercial radio disc jockeys have something nonsensical to talk about on a, any given day. <laughs> Different ones each day. Oh, it's Valentine's Day. What are you getting for Valentine's Day? Oh, it's the Beast from the East today. What are you getting the Beast from the East? That sort of thing. <laughs> Excellent. Have like, you ever listened to commercial radio? Uh, you're not listening, I'm not listening to enough of it, I don't think. Mm, yeah. Uh, all right. There's um, things on the board. <laughs> there are some things on the board. Let's most definitely not do hey, that. It's pancake day tomorrow. Oh, yeah. What are you getting for pancake day? Pancakes. Pancakes. Yeah. Pancakes. Yeah. tell you what. What are we giving up for Lent? Let's have a big chat. Are you going to give things up for Lent? I always, oh, are of you course for you real? give things up. Aren't you encouraged to do more good things rather than give things up I these days? I can't do any more good things. Isn't that a modern I've Catholic thing? I've got so thing? many good things going. I know, I know. You're too good. Too I good am? for Catholic. So I'm going to give up. Maybe I'll give up the good things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be that'll be clever. Yeah. yeah. Get the Pope coming and going. What are you? What are you giving? Oh, up? talking about the Pope. Oh, I've been watching the young Pope. Oh, how is he? It's insane. I bet you it is. I can't cope with this handsome Pope. It's like throwing <laughs> <laughs> together so many of your fantasies into one film. It yeah. feels like one of those things that they just thought of the name, and it's a brilliant name. The and they're like, we've got to make this. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Who yeah. cares? Young Pope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to be the Pope? Jude Law. Yeah. Young Pope. They're, they're all American. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's just he 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 smokes fags and drinks um, <laughs> cherry cola, cherry coke. That's why he's like, he "Do you want a Do you want a coffee?" And he's like, "I'll have a, a cherry coke I'll have a, zero or I'll something." Have a that's pope. his favourite. I mean, a cherry coke. <laughs> young Pope. I'm out of here. Diane Keaton's in it. <laughs> Diane Keaton's in Diane's young Pope. Diane Keaton's in it, and she plays a nun. And there's this scene where hang on, there's this scene where she he goes and like asks her for advice because it's he's she's the nun that brought him up. And he opens, <laughs> she opens the door, and she's raised wearing, by nuns. she's wearing a pope. t-shirt. Of course, the pope's raised by nuns. She's wearing a t-shirt that says, "I'm a virgin," but this is an old shirt. <laughs> nuns don't wear stuff like that. No, they don't. It is no, it's generally the oddest program I've watched in ages. Absolutely mad. It sounds fun. I would it probably rather that was the Pope and nun situation. Well, I would like, I was thinking about this, I'd like Jude Law as the Pope and Liz Hurley as the Queen. Like, I like yeah. this alternative universe. Hugh Grant as Prime Minister, possibly. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> That'd be an improvement. No, wouldn't yeah, it just? Um, what are you playing for, Adam? Uh, I'm playing uh, Thundercat featuring uh, whatever his real name is, Kenny Loggins or whatever it is. <laughs> 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 
Kendall Yeah, World Come By featuring uh, featuring Kendrick Lamar. This is by Thundercat. On your forehead, nine times out of ten, your niggas are nine or ten. When that line becomes thin, be a killer or fireman. Fill up the lavish pen if I needed to write my wrongs. I can't deny sin. Condolences through these palms. I remember when your cousin was coming home. My bitch, but we plotted to kill him cause we ain't know him. Unfamiliar faces make niggas nervous. Convicted court cases might hit the surface. Restricted territories might come through lurking. We ain't want none of that urgent call. Llama at turban fall on my identity. Percocets for all the headaches I'm about to bring. Confetti. Tumble at this barrel soon as it ring. You ready? That was the word for we moved on them. Treat him like Joe the plumber. I wonder if someone coming can see this tool on him. Immature and retarded is what you call me. Your cousin won't come home from the pen, but from the home. If I can write my wrongs, the pen is first I read. Even though a bullet hit him in the leg, still walk on by. Thundercat uh, featuring Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Uh, Thundercat, that, uh, the album Drunk came out on the 24th of February, which is last Friday as we record this. Um, it has 23 songs on it. How many? 23. I should have said, how, guess how many songs there are. 23. 23. 23, correct. Two points. Fuck's sake, Jilly. Let's just side down. Everyone else is just getting just that right. Silent. Fuck yeah, now. Uh, yeah, and it's, uh, it's interesting. It's like sort of jazzy, keyboardy, interesting. It's it's good. I haven't listened to it properly because there's lots of songs in it, but they're, they're like two two minute longish most of them. That's, that's twenty three. That needs an edit. 
Yeah, just need the measures. Chop that in half. But they're yeah. very short. I don't know. It, listen to it. It's really different. It's odd. But yeah, it's interesting. Okay. I liked it. Odd. Done. Odd and interesting. Uh, all right, then. I've actually forgotten what I'm playing last. You're playing uh, Campfires in winter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. see the, ne- the name because I've scrolled over it. Uh, okay, Ischemia? Yeah, we'll, should, we have a, should we have a run at that in a minute between us? See, we'll see how we get on. Uh, yeah, uh, th- thanks for coming in. Do you That's feel like right. it was all worth it? I mean, I, I hate to think you Definitely wrote the whole book now. It. And you're thinking, you know what, the only chance <laughs> to be bought my book for 17 minutes. <laughs> I wrote a whole book and I only got That's 17 more than minutes. Enough. I that... wrote the book to come on the rider, you know this. Do you want Neil to do the audio book? Because he will. Somebody's already done it. Oh, God, sorry. That's a profound shame. But it is, yeah. it's, it's, first, it's written from a first-person female perspective. So yeah, so it would that. have been a bit weird to have a man. <laughs> you could do that. I, I could do that. Yeah. Shall, I write, shall I write a book with a male protagonist? I'd, I'd, I'd honestly do. But well, okay. don't have to be set in Liverpool? I would honestly... I would, Can I you would do accents? Do, I would, no, but I'm not going to make a fool of myself. <laughs> uh, all will. the way through. Uh, hello there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Yeah. Uh, all the way through. I mean, that'd be absolutely ridiculous, but I want you to know I'm versatile. Um, <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, yes, thank you very much for coming in. Thank you for writing the book. Thank and you for having me. You can come in when you write when you publish the second one. Oh, good. I'll hold you to that. <laughs> and then the third one. Yeah. Hey, there's a reason to keep going. I'll keep writing them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yes, the 9th of March for Jilly's book. Uh, that's when it's out from. I'm sure you can probably pre order it. Uh, but I knew can. someone would want to say pre. I'm obsessed with my pre order stats. So. Oh, yeah. That would make me just really ordering, happy. you know. Yeah. Just ordering the the the, the It's harder to buy than pre-ordering. myself. It is pre-ordering. <laughs> oh, Dave's got things to say on this. He says it's never pre-ordering. It's only ever an order. No, it's a pre-order. Uh, me and David has one. I'm, I'm, I'm about to take Dave for a pint. Because you can't have it yet. Is that the logic? It's just it's just a pre-order because Neil hates it. I see. So much. I hate, I hate pre-ordering. Dave also hates doesn't it. like contactless cards when people tap the machine. Because it should be contactless. Because they're making contacts. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm quite relaxed about that, but I might turn it into a thing just so turn I can side with Dave. Uh, <laughs> as, he, as he's very much with me on, on unnecessary uses. pre-order contactless cards? Oh, please. Um, all the needle all the time. It's wave in Australia, you know. It's called what? Pay wave. Pie wave, pie wave, pie wave. <laughs> Adam's woken up. Adam's <laughs> good at accents too. <laughs> Two, like I was boss before. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, a very low bar for accents. Yeah, uh, the lowest, the lowest of the bars. What time to Liverpool kick off? Oh, in about two minutes. <laughs> These are campfires in winter. You very much enjoy it, don't you? Don't act like you don't know either. Always late, always late when Liverpool play on a Monday night. You. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realise that. Didn't you realise? No, I've, uh, been, I've uh, been the footy. Yeah. I thought everyone played at the weekend. So. Yeah, yeah. Campfires, campfires in winter. If you've never told you listened to this, just know how much needle Stephanie Hennigan's got towards Liverpool's fixture list. Uh, campfires in winter. What, are we going to say it? Ischemia, That's more than more than good enough for me. It was worth you coming in.
Sports Social Podcast Network.